Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb, and you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Weasley. <laughs> Weasley. Don't tell me that's the last owl post. Oh jeez! Oh god! This this is low even for us, <laughs> is it? Uh, hey, well, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a touching top. it's a touching tribute to the Anzacs. And you know how tastefully we do tributes. I mean, go back and oh. listen to our tribute to um, Prince Philip. Yeah. <laughs> and while you're there, while you're there, please check out what a load of Hufflepuff on uh, Spotify, which is our playlist where we put all of the songs that we sing at the beginning of our episodes. And now it will feature the last <laughs> post, which I don't even know if I'm going to be able to find that, but I'll do my best. Do, do you reckon there is a um, last post dance remix on Spotify? Yes or no? Definitely. If Definitely. it is, please put it on um, Hufflepuff. It'll detract from what you just did in terms of offensiveness. Hey, I can't <laughs> remember if we spoke about this on the pod um, or if this is just something else that... I've spoken about with somebody else, but uh, it's, when do we reckon the last Anzac Day is going to be? <laughs> what do you mean? Should we put bets on it? Well, we're not going to do it forever, obviously. Like people don't care that much anymore. Mate, people Whereas, don't... like nah, 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 it nah, hasn't nah, got nah, the nah. same um, bum rap as like Australia Day, for instance. Like that's obviously next on the chopping block. No, yeah. Anzac Day. You can't you can't say anything about Anzac Day without getting cancelled. We're already treading dangerously close to getting kicked off. The owl. Really? Is that true? Yes. You Do can't people t- actually care about Anzac Day, dude. Like that. Remember that SBS person that like wrote something about Anzac Day? They got nixed. I can't remember what it was. I think it was. Yeah, pretty but bad. that's because they're publicly funded. We're not publicly funded. Yasman like, <coughs> Al Majid, that lady. Is that her name? I don't think that's almost her name. certainly not. But all yeah, right, I know all right. Here, here we go. Is it gonna be in the course of us finishing the book? Will will Anzac I Day still be sure. celebrated no. once we've finished reading Harry Potter? But like, for we, sure, it's for like sure. what I'm saying is that like I'm not I'm honestly not trying to just be edgy and downplaying like what they did. Like it's awesome, I think, that what they did. But but what I mean is like I don't care about like the Spartans or like the people that were killed by Genghis Khan or whatever. Like at some point, like as if Zoomers right now give half a fuck. Like they don't even they're not even related to anyone who fought in Gallipoli. No way. So it's like Nah, but no one's people- gonna want to get rid of a public holiday. Um well, well written, I don't know about you, we didn't even fucking get one. Exactly. In, in New South you Wales. might not be aware of this living in did you get a holiday today? No, we didn't get one actually. Oh. I think every other state does though, other than New South Wales and Melbourne. They all get a fucking public holiday. I mean yeah, you know what? I'm flipping I'm flipping sides here. I think it's downright disrespectful that we do <laughs> yes. not celebrate Anzac Day with exactly. a public holiday in New South Wales and Victoria. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, can we circle back a little bit? Um, sure. To earlier, you know, <laughs> this is now, this is good podcasting fundamentals. It's just jumping randomly between half thoughts you had. It's called the time spinner. The time it's spinner. Part of the, it's, it's in the canon. This is what we do. We'll give it a whirl. 
Swing the time spinner back. Let's go back to when we were talking it. about uh, Spotify dance remixes of Last Post. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Have we talked about on this show some of the more offensive dance remixes <laughs> that we've come across? For oh instance, my God. Can we please drop in? Are you going to say the George Floyd one? Yes, David Guetta uh, would have been. When was George? George Floyd was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was because it was during COVID. Remember, because all the rioting and stuff happened while they were meant to be in lockdown. That's right. You know, America was burning, <laughs> racial injustice flaring up again, and yeah. who came in to sort of save the day and really bring the peace and a bit of healing to the nation and not just America and to the world. It was the man everyone was looking to for that sort of thing. French mm. DJ David Guetta, who, who performed a set on top of some sort of building in the middle of New York on a rooftop. Yeah, uh, very high up. <laughs> sponsored by Pepsi. Pepsi, Pepsi <laughs> branding everywhere. <laughs> I have to say, before we go on, Pepsi have a pretty checkered fucking pass with this kind of stuff. Because remember, it was them that had one of those. Um, was it one of the Jenners? Oh, Kylie that Jenner was in yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. that ad where she like gives a Pepsi to the riot squad when people <laughs> are protesting. Oh my god! <laughs> And, you know, that was true. Like, everyone just needed to freaking take a chill pill, crack open a cool can of Pepsi, and then just take a slug. Well, it's because I think think the thing is, we've actually got way more in common than we have, like, that's different between us. So true. for one thing, like, let's start with Pepsi. We all bloody love that, don't we? So, who cares about... Decades of oppression from the police and institutions cares about racism that's literally baked into the constitution and also into, you know, the Australian laws as well. Who cares about deaths in custody? Thirst is universal, Andrew. I mean... Thirst is universal. (laughs) Cola. (laughs) Anyway, here it is. David Guetta's tribute to George Floyd. So, last night, I knew we were going to do this and I made a special record... So this record is in honor of George Floyd. And I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So shout out to his family. Yeah, that really speaks for itself. So nothing really more to say about that. But please do check mm. out the video because I feel like I oh, will drop it in, but you don't get the whole experience. Just how fucking disrespectful and ridiculous that whole. Uh, sorry, I will say this was. though: it is a slapper. The fucking oh beat when God. it drops, it's it's awesome. Dude, like, it's racism a good song. fucking ended as soon as that beat dropped. I know he cured us, <laughs> David. Thank you, David. <laughs> Through the power of dance. And hectic drops. Hey, um, we've got some games, I believe. So maybe we want to like not fuck around too much of things. Because recently we've been doing like 30, 40 minute intros to the pod before we even introduce who we are. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I was just just spitballing here. I thought yeah, maybe no, we let's, could. Let's just like leave it with the essentials. We did the last post tribute <laughs> thing. Done. We got that out of the way. I agree. Let's just jump straight in. This is Paging Mr. Potter, uh, the podcast which last week we likened to a Greek tragedy where basically we're just forced to oh, push shit just, uphill 
jump each in and every week reading a page with, of Harry Potter. That's right. In terms of the Greek tragedy, oh my god, the, the amount of fucking nerds that wrote in about Sisyphus. <laughs> oh my god, god. someone. Dude, um, I fucking died because we got one that was like live. Yeah, yeah. So we got one. I think it was um, those first. It was uh, Raging Potterfile Jackson, I believe, or some variation of Jack. I think it's Jackson. Uh, He wrote in firstly saying, "Jeez, that'll mean the world to him that you called him by his name." (laughs) Maybe I may be called him by his name. Uh, He wrote in first. I think he's saying, "Oh, it's Sisyphus, it's Sisyphus," and then like three seconds later, when we go, "Oh, you know, if you're about to write in and be like, it's Sisyphus, you're a massive fucking nerd," and he's like, "Oh." Yep, okay, just heard the rest of it Sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> And a, a hearty apology to you as well, Jackson For calling you a nerd uh, Also had Potiphar Tom write in And he was saying that he expected more of us Which I thought was very interesting Because I can't What did think- he mean by that? Well, I think he thought like that we were intelligent enough To be able to identify Sisyphus When the opportunity arose But I don't know if we've ever displayed Any of that sort of knowledge that would ever give him that sort of impression but um, hey thank you we'll take the compliment i'd love to know what episode made him expect more from us in any way because i would like whatever we're doing is i would always expect it to be terrible I think it always is nothing intelligence ever been said on this show that's my point yeah and if you're listening like in sequential order you're not going backwards it's just getting worse and dumber and stupider and more ridiculous so i don't know what you would think in that sort of arc that we're heading towards something that would impress you well anyway they said it anyway. Hey, there was another message actually while we're on the topic. Um, let me find it. Hold on. Okay, so another message that we got during the week was from Potiphar. And I think you guys will remember halfway through reading the page last week, we just got completely over it and said, fuck it, Reed. And can you just explain the rest of the page in like four words or something? Yes. And you just yep, said yep, four yep. random words. They were like Hagrid, Pheasants, Fang, or something like that. Yep. And then I think we said to the Potiphar's, write in and. Tell us if you can work out what happens on the page based on those few words. A bit of fun, just a bit of a uh, bit of levity between us and the potophiles. Well, potophile did get in touch, and she uh, said that what happens on the page is Harry is docked points for not helping Neville. Uh, this is they're in class, so it doesn't matter. He's in That's class correct. They go outside, and Hagrid is there with his boarhound Fang. Wow, great recall for boarhound as well. How would you ever remember that word? mental uh, with a bunch of dead pheasants swing, swinging from his fist or something now we checked that it wasn't exactly right but it was very very close and i think that you promised that you would give whoever got that right oh, a fuck, bespoke did, compliment I? so <laughs> right now i want you to compliment live on the pod and it has to be personalized okay well let me get an instagram up <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're going to play Stalk the Potiphar's live on the pod and then Riddard's going to say something uh, creepily personal. And while you while you you know do whatever the hell you're doing, uh, she said in her message, looking forward to my bespoke compliment, especially since y'all went out of your way to insult both Americans and grad students last week, of which she is both. So... <laughs> And I said, ha, 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 please don't take that personally. So she's probably not going to hear this, actually, since we (laughs) specifically insulted her. Um. All right. Now, has posted a photo of her mum and dad when they got married. He turned 70. And may I just say, (laughs) your dad is a smoking hot babe. And I'd jump his bones in a heartbeat. Oh. Wow. Oh okay, well. And can I just say, you need to be switching that Instagram profile to private immediately. <laughs> switch it. 
I mean, this is the harshest possible way, I think, to learn that lesson. But uh, Reardon Lee just said your dad was hot live on the pod. Um, and all the pod files heard it. I'm, I assume heaps of them are now clicking onto your page. Yeah. They're, they're thinking, is, <laughs> He's don't is, encourage your, them. is your dad green hot or green not for themselves? Oh, your dad is green hot. Green hot daddy. I don't and know if we should publish this. This is awful. Yeah, I don't know about anything. His compliments are somehow even worse than his insults. <laughs> we should have known. <laughs> hey, what page are we up to? Uh, 112. 112. Okay, that's good. Let's we haven't even page. gotten that's to the page yet. I feel like I've been swimming through fucking the sewer or something. I feel dirty. Oh, God. Reading's horrible segment. What do you on that mean? Person's dad. <laughs> oh, and we... Uh, Denigrated the Anzac tradition. What the fuck's gonna happen on this page? Like maybe, maybe Hagrid will club a baby seal to death. Uh, we'll laugh at that. Uh, what the fuck is coming next? I don't think we denigrated the the Anzacs anyway. I think no. what we said was quite. Hmm. Andrew, you only changed your mind because you wanted an extra public holiday. <laughs> you were right. You were poised to denigrate the Anzacs. You were if just anyone, about to. If anyone has ruined the Anzac myth, it's the it's the it's the hawks of the last fifty years and their frivolous wars. It's got nothing to do with me. Great, great pivot. And speaking of hawks, hawks have fangs, do they not? Nope. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Definitely not. They have a beak. <laughs> You're well, thinking maybe. of vampires again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of vampires, oh, fuck me, Fang. Now, Fang was mentioned at the end of uh, page 111, <laughs> and he is a character in the book, that's for sure, who is... <laughs> okay, if you want to just get the PDF up and not keep talking, we can just cut this bit out instead of you just saying words about three words a minute, most of which don't go together. Yeah, this is the only pod where you you vamp as though you're on live TV. <laughs> There's no other option. <laughs> We've got 10 minutes to fill. Um, Fang is uh, some sort of one of Hagrid's little animal He's friends. He's a boarhound, isn't he? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Boarhound. So, what's happening? Like some, some sort of pig dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Those are two different animals. You know, you know what I think happened? It was just a normal dog, like maybe a German Shepherd or something. But then Hagrid did his little trick that he did on Dudley and turned oh. it into a <laughs> pig. <laughs> so now it's a It's an Alsatian with a curly tail. <laughs> Hagrid just can't be trusted with fucking magic. He just turns everything into pigs. <laughs> Does that make Dudley and here's a my boar bird? And here's my boar cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only trick I know. Yeah, he only learned one spell, and it's how to turn things into horrible boar hybrids. <laughs> yeah. All right, meet my boar wife. <laughs> he caught a couple boar pheasants before. <laughs> that was the significance of that. All right, boar Harry. Nice to meet you. <laughs> What does any of that mean? Jesus. <laughs> Boar Harry. That's just <laughs> stupid. And Hagrid must have put his spell on the uh, war between uh, the British Empire and the South African <laughs> Republic in the late 19th hey, century. No, that's good shit. Hello. That's good shit. All right. Hello. Didn't realize Hagrid was involved in the Boer War, but that's exciting stuff. Wow. All right. Let's um continue with this page i guess um page four what 400 god okay 
page 112. At the end of page 111, I mean, we never really got to it, but uh, they got to Hagrid's house. Harry and Ron got to Hagrid's house. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Make yourselves at home, said Hagrid, letting go of Fang, who bounded straight at Ron and started licking his ears. Like Hagrid, fa- rah, 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 I'm not gonna. How this- tall is Fang? Well, he's a boar hound, so he's got the height of a boar <laughs> and the tongue of a dog. <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. Okay. This is Ron, Harry told Hagrid, who is pouring bo- boiling water into a large teapot and putting rock cakes onto a plate. Another Weasley, eh? said Hagrid, glancing at Ron's freckles. <laughs> Did you say rock cakes? Yes, sorry, we I'm glossed over that. some fucking pebbles in the yard. I, I don't imagine Hagrid's got great culinary skill. <laughs> no, it's like when a little kid like is making like imaginary food in a play pit and they're like, <laughs> look, I made a rock plate and rock cake. And you're like, mmm, and you fake eat it. Mm, Good rock what? cake, Hagrid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rubbing their tummy like in a circular <laughs> motion. Mmm, mmm. <laughs> The rock cakes were shapeless lumps with raisins that almost broke their teeth. Yeah, they were definitely rocks. Hey, just 100%. Harry and Ron... Oh, my God. Harry and Ron pretended to be enjoying them as they told Hagrid all about their first lessons. (laughs) Wow. Mmm, thanks, Hagrid. Such a tasty rock cake. This is the best rock cake I've ever eaten. (laughs) Does this mean we're getting... Does this mean we're, like, sort of starting to get... After 112 weeks So in the mind of JK That we can really predict What's coming next Because <laughs> that's pretty spot on What we what we said there Definitely Harry and Ron Harry and Ron Harry and Ron Were delighted to hear Hagrid call Fitch Now in in our PDF version it, It's Fitch But I imagine It's supposed to be Filch um, <laughs> Fitch Throughout the entire page It's Fitch uh, Harry and Ron Jalati Hagrid <laughs> Cool fish Just on this page It's just on this page It's not, it's not even on The other pages Where they talk about Filch Right So I don't we'll even know how to use our imagination here <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hagrid called Fitch uh, That old git And then he said And as for your That cat Mrs Norris I'd like to introduce her To Fang sometime So I don't know if that's Some sort of Like Cross-species breeding thing that he wants to do. <laughs> yeah, he's done half pig, half dog, but he hasn't got a dog cat yet. Yeah, he's done half rock, half cake as well. Yeah, half. Yeah. He's bred, he successfully bred a rock with a cake. <laughs> <laughs> got them to take or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a yeah, mad yeah. scientist, but he's completely <laughs> devoid of any intelligence. Do like, yeah. I make a rock cake? <laughs> Like, you're not some eccentric mad scientist, Hagrid. You're just a fucking idiot. Oh, God. Yep. Next. I'd like to keep uh, moving. Oh, so now, basically, we're just spend the rest of the page where Harry tells Hagrid about everything uh, that happened oh. on the previous pages. But we've already read We've read the pages. We've <laughs> gone into the details. So there's not heaps to dig around within there. Everything Are you serious to- that she dedicates a whole page here just summarizing the, his his foray into Hogwarts so far because yeah, we know he's done nothing. <laughs> I know, I yeah, know. Nothing of note. <laughs> There's definitely no reason to rehash it. It wasn't that interesting. No debrief required. No. Uh, one little interesting point though is uh, Harry told Hagrid that. That about how Snape's been a bit of a dick to him <laughs> and then Hagrid said, rubbish, why should he? And then it says, yet Harry couldn't help thinking that Hagrid didn't quite meet his eyes when he said that. 
Now that's Wait, say that again. That sounded very awkwardly worded, but I don't know if that was just your <laughs> no, interpretation. The, uh, that was verbatim. Rubbish, said Hagrid. Why should he? Yet Harry couldn't help thinking that Hagrid didn't quite meet his eyes when he said that. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, so that's just bad English. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So is this hinting because Snape was cucked by Harry's dad, re his mum? Oh, maybe. Because Snape wanted right. to root his mum, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but then he got cucked by Harry's dad, who in this case, I mean, you'd call the bull, I guess. Um, <clears throat> and so maybe that's hinting in at In this cock that. and bull story, you'd call him the bull. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the cuck, that the, and the dog is still the boar, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Correct, correct. I would have thought Hagrid would just let loose though with that. I would have thought he'd just be like, um, "All right, Harry, uh, Snape wanted to fuck your mom." Ooh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should have just given him a heads yeah. up though that this guy's gonna make his life a fucking misery for the next like six years at school. Just be like, look there, this is the backstory. Maybe not he yeah. cucked your mum or whatever Reardon's <laughs> words were, but still. Yeah. Can you it's imagine- pretty sick. If that is the reasoning though, like, because what you're saying makes sense, kind of, but like, if that's why he's being such a dick to Harry, um, that's pretty sadistic, right? Because like, it's like, it's you, you wanted to fuck his mum and she doesn't have to fuck you, Snape. Like the fact that she didn't no. want to fuck you, that's not on her. Now she's dead. Because she died in a gruesome, a gruesome death with one of your mates, you know, holding the yeah, one. You that contributed did it. to it. Yeah, you, you contributed to it, and now the son. You're gonna be mean to the like that's the orphan son. That's mental. That's really mental. Well, it's toxic masculinity manifest, Andrew, is what it is. Thank you. Thank you. Preach. And there is you do get actually now that I think about it, big sort of incel vibes from Snape. He's the biggest incel, isn't he? <laughs> He's a big, big incel. And he sort of... And you know how incels have that sense of entitlement, you know, over women's bodies and that kind of thing? That's exactly what's playing out here in um, Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly what's playing out here, but I guess. So, in many ways, JK was ahead of her time before the whole, you know, before 4chan and Reddit and incels. Well, it's, it is actually pretty true because if you think about it, right, like, Snape, okay, Snape in sort of Harry era, debatable whether he's an incel, but definitely back in the days of Lily and James, like massive incel vibes, def- desperately wanted to sleep with this woman, was like raging and angry about the fact that he didn't get to. So what did he do? He 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 went to extremism, which is a pattern, right? He moved yes. to extremism, he went to the Dark Lord, and now, as a lot of incels are want to do, he's taking out his sort of um, anger and frustration on people that he's in charge of, you know, he's an authority figure now. This is this is textbook incel, and I have to say, it's one of the most um, accurate portrayals in the J.K. Rowling book of of incels. Of an incel. Of an incel. <laughs> so she got incels right. She got like minorities wrong. She got homosexuals mm-hmm. wrong. She got <laughs> she got almost everything wrong. But her portrayal of incels is not only insightful and accurate, but also just so far ahead of its time. Yeah, it Harry, actually is. Harry Potter sort of represents the normies, as incels would say. <laughs> and he's taking his rage <laughs> the out on them. The chad is the, the biggest chad of all. He's a super chad. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um. no, I don't know if that's true, but sure. 
So, yeah. you, Andrew, are you saying if Snape maybe cleaned his room and walked with his shoulders back and <laughs> and that kind of thing, maybe yep. he would never have gone down that dark, dark path? That's exactly right. I mean, like you've got to you got to make like lobsters or whatever. You got to be like the lobsters. You got to be the king lobster or some shit. You got to clean your fucking room. Got to do all that shit. You need a, a multivariate analysis. That I mean. <laughs> <laughs> We always come back to Jordan Peterson, but he's the, he's such a fascinating guy. I, I just love thinking I about I love him. Jordan Peterson. I wonder what he's up to right now. now Did I'm, he have a breakdown not that long ago? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I he's, think in, he, he's in a Russian rehab center. I think I think his like vacuum cleaner broke and he was unable to clean his room for a week and he had a full-on spaz attack. Dude, do you think what we need to do, and maybe this will play out, we know we obviously haven't read the Harry Potter series, we haven't read ahead, that's one of our rules, but do you think one of the ways to sort of um, fix Harry's problem is maybe we need to find Snape uh, a sort of pickup artist book, maybe get him to read one of those <laughs> Neil books Strauss. like The Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or go to like- Is that a, his name, uh, Neil Strauss? I think that's his name. I'm not sure. But yeah, the game. Yeah. yeah the you got a neg. You got a neg, dude. <laughs> He's negging the wrong people. He's negging Harry, but he needed to be negging Lily. Calling or, her fat, undermining her. Yeah. Um, calling her <laughs> ugly. Making passive aggressive comments. That's how you get chicks. Chicks love it when you get that. All the women listening to our pod will be writing in saying, that's the sort of stuff we more as of women that, please. Love. More <laughs> please. attest to that. Please, oh, more of that, please. <laughs> I reckon Snape's Patronus is that Pepe Frog thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually the first meme came out of fucking Snape's Patronus. Now that's interesting because how does that? How does Pepe the Frog stack up against our Patroni? Which it's of course you question. remember, uh, Nathan's. Well, I don't remember actually. So can you remind me? I remember them all. Mine was a duck. Yours was a mule reading, and Nathan's was <laughs> a wolf. <laughs> well, I really flattered myself with that one. Um, <laughs> I just think Snape's Patronus like just undermines them all. Like within, mm. like we can't compete with satire. Or, we can't compete with internet snide culture. Memes. No, no, it's the most, the most no. powerful force. <laughs> That's awesome. I just imagine Snape on like 8chan or whatever, just fucking sending hateful memes like between classes. That is, it's honestly, I reckon honestly that this is one of the most, well, one of the most insightful things we've ever said on the pod is that Snape's a massive incel. Well, because I think I always assumed that he was a bit of an emo, mainly down to the fringe. But it's mm. actually darker than that. It's, it's It runs deeper than that. It runs a lot deeper than that. You're right. Yeah. And, and emos fuck They actually do Emos do fuck I mean I remember Back in the day All the emo kids at school Were definitely the ones fucking Emos fuck And you know Far be it from us We would hate To conflate emo culture And incel culture That would be the last thing We want to do on this podcast <laughs> I think they are distinct though I, I think A lot of good music's come out of emos I fucking love a lot of emo music I don't know Is what music Is there any good incel music? music? That's a good point what is yeah? What's like incel step? I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Can some Potiphar's write in with like what some incel music is? Because surely a few of the people listening to this are incels, and oh, I'd have thought you. the majority. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh god, I really wanted to be nice to the bottom files this week. We've been we so, so slack lately, and then we just called them all fucking incels. Oh my oh. god. We've talked about how this podcast is essentially the opposite of having sex. I mean, that is well established. That's true. And actually, Andrew, legend says every time someone presses play on the podcast, an incel is born. <laughs> an incel gets his wings. Which is quite ironic. A, a virgin somewhere turns 40. <laughs> somewhere in the world. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway, well, that's Snape, but he thoroughly dissected. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else on the page that we should tick off? Um, let me just have a look. Uh, I closed it off. Sorry, uh, Harry. <laughs> Don't worry about it, dude. I reckon nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, no, this is good. This is now. This is a tease for the next page. Harry picked up a piece of paper that was lying on the table under the tea cozy. It was a cutting from the Daily Prophet, and it says, and this is the last line of page one hundred and twelve. Gringotts break in latest. So there's some more Ooh. news on the next page. Stick around, folks. 113 Jeez. next week. We might just find I hope, out. I hope Griffick makes an appearance soon. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Griffick. That page was pretty good. I have to say it's a fucking delight to um, have Hagrid back. Mm. And I Snape. Him. No, Snape's been here for a while. I haven't enjoyed any page <laughs> with Snape, but <laughs> Hagrid, very cool. And maybe he'll get a fuck on the next page. Here's, here's to hoping. So, if when an insult does get a fuck, do they undergo a sort of metamorphosis? Like, because you can't really still be an insult. No, no. They, they go not. through this. And so, like, what happens to your ideology? Because it's their whole belief system. I think. Mm. Mm, that's a great point. That's a great a question. A post cell. <laughs> it's a philosophical question because, by definition, to be an incel. It's involuntary So it's not you actively trying not to fuck No, they have to be trying to fuck That's just a cell So if you're you're an incel But you've kind of created this persona And uh, that's right All these things around that characterization as an incel Mm. And then somebody was to fuck you I mean, that must be just world shattering This is why you can never leave That's why it's such a cult And, jeez, okay You're sitting there like you're on the bed You're naked there's a hot girl next to you. <laughs> You're about to fuck, and that is that's like Sophie's choice. Like, what yeah. do you do? But it's but it's actually not because at that point you're no longer an incel because you're either choosing to be a celibate at that point, which would mean you're not an incel. You're just a cell, totally different, or a vol cell. Vol cell. Yep. Which whereas, <laughs> and if you go through with the act, then you're just a chatter, or you're just a normal person. Well, wow. and you become an apostate from all your friends. All your weird incel friends. And then you have to kind of admit that you were wrong about all of it. But you get to fuck. So. Wow, what a bind. I, I feel, now I feel really bad for Snape. <laughs> I think maybe I would take it out on an 11-year-old kid for no reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a catch-22. If you guys are in that situation, would you, you know, have sex and sort of indulge in one of life's greatest pleasures and biological urges or would you you know want to stay true to this um bizarre ideology <laughs> that was made up friends on some <laughs> internet forum it's such it's a difficult hard. choice it's hard it's as hard. i say though i don't think i think at that point it's too late at that point you're no longer an incel no matter what soon, happens andrew's saying as soon as it's a viable option it's no longer involuntary as soon as right. the opposition, as soon as the opportunity has presented itself, <laughs> you're no longer an incel. At that exact point, <laughs> in that moment, shit. 
Fuck, a lot to think about this pod. Well, I just thought maybe in the spirit of Anzac Day, we could take a minute <laughs> silence now to just think about what you were doing in that situation. Silence! So can we maybe make this our Tom Riddle for the week? I know it's a little bit abstract, like it just doesn't look or sound like a riddle, but mm, it's this sort of um, <laughs> predicament, I guess you'd call it. If you can figure out a way out of that incel conundrum, mm. please write in. Will you still maintain your il- incelhood? We call this the virgin's paradox. (laughs) (laughs) Or a Victor Crumundrum. Yeah, it's not a Tom Riddle. It's a Victor Crum Dungeon or whatever you're trying to say. (laughs) A Victor Conundrum. A Victor Conundrum. It's actually almost impossible to make that work. (laughs) Crumgen. It's so close. A Victor Conundrum. Conundrum. What's the real word now? I can't even think of the real word. Conundrum, cauldron, <laughs> cauldron, cauldron. A Victor, a Victor Crumb, Crumb, Crumb. <laughs> a Victor Crumb's cauldron. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so wait, what's a Victor? Is a Victor Crumb's cauldron slightly different to a Tom Riddle? Yeah, that's more it's like of a like, subset. It's more of a, a moral dilemma rather than you know a what sort it is? of puzzle you have to solve. It's, it's just got none of the charm of a, a riddle <laughs> and none of the work that goes into it. It's just like. Just respond to what we were talking about. Didn't we have another one which was called like hi- hypotheticals? That was very similar as well, I think. Yes. Very yeah, hypotheticals. They weren't necessarily. It's like a Victor Canun Crumb Cauldron can be a hypothetical, but a hypothetical uh, isn't necessarily always a Victor Crumb Cauldron. You and know, the interesting thing there is that what we just said might be the dumbest thing that's ever been said by anyone. So that's actually quite interesting. Um, can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would bring me more pleasure. Can we play a game? I've got a game for you. Game, 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 game. Well, it's less of a game, more of a segment. Um, but, a seggy. Um, seggy. Anyway, you remember a couple of weeks ago, we didn't have any content ready for the pod. Mm-hmm. And so we asked the podcast to write in with some ideas. And most of the ideas required quite a lot of work, so we did not take them up on them. But no. one suggestion, um, and we, I mean, we got some fucking crazy suggestions as well. So, like, some of them, as I say, were just too much too much effort. Um, but and, and one of them, a lot of them I didn't even recognize. One was, uh, one podophile said, please bring back the word game with read-in. And then in brackets, they wrote page 44 to remind us which page to go back to to listen Thank to. Word game. That sounds so stupid. Did you go you back know and what? listen? I didn't, but <laughs> next week, let's do it. Because, because but that's again, thank you. I mean, uh, it's like, okay, yes, thank you. Thank you. Come for- on. They did so much of the effort there. They put the fucking page. Did you think of what they would have had to do? They didn't have that written down. They didn't know it was on page 44. <laughs> they had to go true. back. Oh my God. And all our descriptions are completely useless. Like there's nothing in there that... Oh my God, that would have taken so long. I find it a bit disturbing that they want us to bring back a game called The Word Game with Reardon. <laughs> it must have been good. Anyway, we don't have time to get into that. Um, also, one podophile Connor wrote in and said, do shrooms and try to read the page one word each person, which I, honestly, I think I would have a breakdown if we did that. So I'm going to say thank you for your suggestion, Connor, but no. Um, but one person, uh, he's a famous potophile. We love him. It's David F- Fogarty. Fo- one day we're going to learn your name. Uh, Fogarty, I think. Uh, he suggested we bring back a game called Pet Peeves. And <clears throat> Pet Peeves, do you remember what this was? 
Is this where an mm. animal annoyed us during the week and we just... <laughs> Something like that, yeah. We just talk about animals we don't like, pretty much. Yeah, so we that's just, the one. We just pay out some animals. So I thought this week, uh, Anzac Day, let's do an Aussie edition of uh, Most Annoying Animal. What's our least favourite Australian animal? Ooh, okay, okay, Ooh. okay. <coughs> um... And you can see why I've chosen this segment because it didn't require me to do anything. Wait, let me just... I, have to, I can't even think of any Australian animals. See, this oh, is hard because on. a lot of Australian animals are pretty cool. Koala, cool. Platypus, cool. I used yeah. to really like echidnas, but uh, someone... Oh, here we go. This can tie in nicely to another famous segment of ours called Hogwatch. Have you seen <laughs> what an echidna's dick looks like? It oh, thoroughly yeah. ruined it for me. Really? Nathan, you showed me this not 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 two weeks ago. Actually, <laughs> you in, independently of this podcast uh, asked me to Google what an echidna's penis looked like, and you think, oh, maybe it'll be funny or something. It's actually fucking disgusting. It sickened me. What, what does it look like? What could it possibly look like? This brother, look it up. Look it up right now. Okay, hold on. I'll look it up. Yeah, I was I, once playing. I was once playing a game of rugby um, a few years ago, and an echidna just. Came on the field, and it's like what at that They're point? They're so what rare, do do? like that would never happen. Yeah, it seriously it just happened. It literally just crawled onto the field, and it was in the field. And it's like, well, we we just have to stop playing, I guess. <laughs> Dude, how do you get an echidna off the field? Well, that's what I mean. You can't like shoo it. Like it's really hard to sort of coerce an echidna off the field. That's right, like no, the least likely shit that's ever. <laughs> God, I just I just googled echidna dick. <laughs> yep. That'll do it. Should have gone with. Should have gone. And with you've got to be really careful. Not, oh. You don't want to. You don't want to say echidna dick into Siri because if it misinterprets what you want, you could end up with some very problematic searches. Oh yuck! Some very potophilic searches. Very potophilic searches. <laughs> oh yuck! Oh dude, this is disgusting. How bad is it? Why would it look like that? I know. I don't see how that's biologically helpful. It looks like. A baby's like hand trying to pick something up. <laughs> is, is, like is it some water. gross color as well? Oh yeah, it looks like a little. It looks like an, an inside-out dick with like alien eyes on with four alien eyes. Yeah, why does it have four? Four of it's whatever also, that is. It's also pretty big. Like it's yeah. uncomfortably big for like how small an echidna is. Massive. Okay, well the echidna is right up there for me. Yeah, I hate um, that. I That's hate that awful. dick and I hate that animal because of that dick. It's almost uh, ruined the 2000 Olympics for me because like Sid, Sid, <laughs> Sid and Ollie were pretty cool, but <laughs> Millie. Millie. Oh, no, but Millie was a girl, so that's all right. Oh, oh thank, thank God. God. Okay, thank still God. great they Olympics better. and greatest ever. <laughs> yeah, it's still the greatest <laughs> Thank you, Juan Antonio Samaranch, for saying that it was the greatest Olympics ever or whatever. I am proud and happy to proclaim that you have presented to the world the best Olympic Games ever. Unbelievable Olympics recall there, Andrew. How thank the you, thank you. you know it was that? a highlight of my life. I was nine. <laughs> How did you remember <laughs> the, <laughs> the head of the IOC during the Sydney 2000 Olympics? <laughs> Look, I'm not 100% sure his name was Juan Antonio Samaranch, but it's something like that, so... Close enough. Anyway, some more animals. Let's think about it. Kangaroos. <laughs> what do you animals. think about kangaroos? Yeah, back to the animals. Um, um, they're bouncy. They walk pretty cool. I um, I was down south coast not that long ago. Shit loads of kangaroos down there. And the way that they walk, 
Like, obviously, we know how they jump. But when they walk, they just use their big-ass tail and, like, kind of walk on their tail. Like, they, they'll go, like, one step with their tail and then they'll use their two feet as the next step. Does that make any sense? A bit hard yeah. to explain what I mean. I mean, that's, that's cool, cool as fuck. So, like, they're somewhere near the top. Yeah, we should all start all walking right. like that. Okay, they're up there. They're better than an emu. Uh, than a, what are they called? A, an echidna, so. Okay, emu then. Uh, I don't have much time for the emu. They're too big, man. Like, they're I just feel like big. at some point... You should just not be a bird if you're going to be that big. Yeah. They're too big. Yeah. And then they're also not as big as an ostrich. So it's like if they were the yeah, biggest, yeah. it'd be like, you know, fair enough. But yeah. I'd just be something else. Like, don't be a, you don't have to be a bird. Like, if you want to be that big, you should just be like a mammal or something. Not be, don't be a bird. So they're not that good. Other thing about uh, like the emu, just quickly, I'm not a big mm, fan yeah. of flightless birds. That's the whole point of birds is that they fly around. That's yeah. the thing about emus, right? It's like you don't want to be a bird. Like you're the wrong size. You don't even fly. What even makes you a bird? Yeah, in dude? what meaningful sense are you a bird at that point? Okay, so they're pretty bad. I think they're down there. <laughs> I reckon... Uh, I don't like dingoes because I feel like they're just dogs that dingoes. are fuckwits. <laughs> they're just like baby murdering like dogs. Yeah, they're like dogs except instead of friendly and cute and lovable pets and man's best friend, they like eat babies. Yeah, I yeah, don't like true. their vibe. Their vibes are off for me. Like, if I see a dingo in the wild, I'm like, I'm not vibing with that dingo. Do you reckon if we just got like, um, what's the island where they are? Fraser, Fraser Island, mm. where all the dingoes are. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon if we just got like Caesar Milan down there for like a couple of weeks and just like taught them like that he was the alpha or whatever <laughs> and showed them how to like, would that make Who's them Caesar Milan? He's the dog, He's the whisperer. dog whisperer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God for me. Oh, sorry, I thought everyone knew the dog whisperer. <laughs> Season Milan. I suppose that is a reference from like 20 years ago. Yeah. Most people probably don't know who the dog whisperer like is. like Super Nanny vibes, but for dogs. <laughs> oh, Super Nanny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very much the same. I, I like the idea of Caesar Milan emerging as this like leader of the dingoes, and he just like mm. lives on that island as pack leader, competing <laughs> for scraps of meat. And uh, I assume he has his pick of mates. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you have I to. I like the that, idea though. of all oh, that. You'd have to assume. <laughs> he oh, loves the idea. Of having that. said all that, yeah, I still think dingoes, except for Ernie Dingo. Ernie Dingo is um, one of the best because he. So normal dingoes eat babies. Ernie Dingo just punches children. So there's a distinction <laughs> there that's important to make. Did Ernie Dingo? punch a child don't you remember he got no. cancer because he like slapped the kid at a school visit or something <laughs> wait let me double check if that yeah, happened please do It'd be great to get a source on that one yeah here we go sorry Ernie Dingo Ernie Dingo charged with allegedly slapping an 11 year old boy at a primary school well that's just his inner dingo coming out because we know well, that it. dingoes hate kids so he's just seeing a kid his <laughs> eyes have gone red and he's just thought I gotta slap this little boy it's this very is wild. S- very snakey in his nature against him. Yeah. I, I should say allegedly to a lot of that stuff. Fuck yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't see whether that was settled out of court. Oh, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly is my word of the week this week. <laughs> what a great word. Allegedly. <laughs> All right. Last, last animal. Uh, the wombat. What do we think about the wombat? Like him. There's uh, a stoicness about the wombat that I fucking vibe with. Remember yeah. how, like, during the bushfires, everyone was like, oh, my God, amazing footage of wombats, like, 
<laughs> helping other animals evacuate oh, animals, yeah. through, the, through the tunnels. And then it's just like that none of that happened. Of course yeah. it didn't happen. <laughs> like, why, would, why would a woman do that? It's not Blinky Bill, you fucking idiot. <laughs> His whole to me, to me, a wombat is just like... They're just like a sandbag with with legs. Like they're... You know what I mean? Like, what are you? You're just a, you're just a weight. Like, yeah, if you just chop their legs off, you could just use them to, like, hold down a tarp or something. They're not really <laughs> an animal in any... But they're Real so sense. chill. I appreciate. They're just unflustered by anything. I hit. I hit a wombat not four days ago in a car. Wait, I just what? Moved on. Yeah, I was driving. I was up down in like South Gippsland. I was driving this like kind of through the jungle, and this wombat stopped in front of us. So yeah. we stopped. Then we drove past it and then bolted into the side of the car. I'm like, bro, wait two more seconds and you'll be <laughs> in the clear. <laughs> they're so strong, man. They're like just massive balls of muscle. Hey. Yeah, he just walked off. All right, look, this has gone on a long time. Um, <clears throat> I think, to me, it's either the emu, Ernie Dingo, or... <laughs> sorry, or, yeah, or, or, the, uh, or the echidna. Are we going to rank these animals off? Are we ranking them <laughs> off, or are we just going to say which ones annoyed us for the purposes of the teams? Because I really want to keep these, like, very clear delineation between seggies. Um... To me, that echidna dick will never leave me. <coughs> no, That's one that of the worst things ma- I've ever seen in my life. That's my major pet peeve. Yeah. Okay, got it. I think that's the answer, right? Dumble, do um, show people pictures of that echidna dick if you're at a party and, you know, if you're mm. someone who struggles to make friends or is like a bit antisocial, a bit nervous, um, it's a great icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, what that, you know what that echidna dick looked like to me? It looked like in, um, you know, on smoking um, packs at least in australia i know not all of our listeners are australian but um we used to have this packaging maybe we still do with like um disease disease yeah. teeth and things like yeah, that yeah. the kinodict looked like um i think it was the aorta when that they showed <laughs> yes, on the definitely on a the gangrenous pack. aorta yeah a gangrenous <laughs> aorta uh, the aorta of a fucking pack a day cigarette smoker that's what an echidna dick looks like. It would be so low on my list of animal dicks I'd give oral to. Okay, let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> and yet I do agree. <clears throat> um, okay. Fuck yeah. Orders of Phoenix? Orders of the Phoenix. Well, while we're here, while we're doing Word of the Week, should we sure. do it? Dumpy, Dumpy, Dumbledore's grumpy Weasley, Weasley, come on and squeeze me I don't care about anyone but Snape Word of the week, dude! Three, two, one Allegedly And yes, you would have just heard the fucking jingle Because I tried to get rid of it like surreptitiously the other day But... (laughs) As always, Michael Fogarty, he won't let it, he won't just let it die and he, he did say to include it next time. So, yeah, it's back <clears throat> and it's here to stay. And it's better than ever. <laughs> better than it's ever. Better than ever. Um, uh, we got to rank the page. I'm going to go out Pretty on a limb and say yeah. 14. No, no, no. What was no, it no, out no, of? No, 112? No, this is a rare good one. Yeah, whoa. I reckon this one passes, man. This one was good. Really? <laughs> <laughs> This this was so was much so, better than actually, no, any page true. in so long. It had that very insightful look into incel culture. Mm. Um, mm. That, that was, was it, mostly. It. <laughs> that was it, yeah. But what more do you want from a single page? So Exactly. Well, it's out of I'm 112. So. 
I reckon give it 60. I reckon it was a pass. Bro, okay. I was just thinking 60. Bro. 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 Very Heck cool. Thick. Um, name for the page. Harry Potter. And the gangrenous oh, aorta. The incels gangrenous aorta. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. For sure, for sure. Dumbledore. That's horrible. <laughs> Dumbledore. What, what do we have? Do we have one? We already had one, didn't oh, we? Oh, send around that echidna dick. Dumbledore. Oh, yeah. yeah um, Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, I think this is the thing about the pod. I don't want to tell people what to do, man. I don't want to give people uh, things that they should avoid. Mm. It feels wrong. What? Why? It's Who not cares? a prohibition. It's just like a point in the right direction. So. Yeah, okay, okay. Dude, they, need just all, they need all the help they can get. <laughs> okay, well, what did we say? We said that they're all incels, so... Maybe some of Dumbledore, yeah, don't fuck anyone, or you're going to totally have to re-evaluate your whole personality. <laughs> That's so true. You may get more than you bargained for. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for listening to the pod. Please do follow us on Instagram. Hey, did we ever get a result to that poll? Uh, we oh, had a poll on the Instagram it. this week about who, who you'd vote for in the presidential election uh, between Jake, Paul, and Cardi B. Yeah, who won um, the election recently? <laughs> Let's see. Right now, it's sitting at 72% Cardi B. Wow. That's huge. And Andrew, as a statistician, is that uh, beyond the margin of error? <laughs> <laughs> We call that statistically beyond reproach. Uh, yes. Damn. Her ass is statistically beyond reproach as well. Am okay. I right? Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say, honestly. Um, <clears throat> is there anything else to say? Hey, I got a good one. Why don't you um, rate and review us on iTunes or something? Because we haven't said that in a while. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. hey, are you telling your friends about the podcast? Tell some more friends. Yeah. Not the cool ones, because they won't like it. But nah, tell the them. weird ones. We want, some, we want some more cool fans. You guys are weird. We want some cool <laughs> fans. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. Find your coolest friend and swap them out with yourself. And the cool thing about that is if you, if you tell your coolest friend then, and then they do go listen to it, they'll hear us saying this right now and they'll be like, oh, wow, they think I'm their coolest friend. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.